0: Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about foolish people. The Bible says, God said,
1: where's it at? What's it say here? <laughs> <laughs> I know the fool has said in his heart, there is no there God. we go.
0: <laughs>
1: not many wise, not many noble are called. We're just proving us to be true. Amen, John?
0: Yes, yes. So the question is, why do fools despise wisdom Mm -hmm. now, right from the Proverbs, right right from the Proverbs. Now here's an interesting thing because we can go, well, what does God have to do with fools or fools have to do with God? And I'm glad you asked that second question because we're going to answer it. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And again, if you have not been on his podcast, you need to go on it. Go on any podcasting platform, put in Pastor Duke. It'll pop right up, and it will be a picture of his face. And so, don't it, worry. It's an audio podcast.
1: So you don't have to look at it long. Yeah. You don't have to look at it long. Just a picture and then get into the audio part.
0: And it's a, it's a great podcast. We were just talking about it earlier. And I said, you know, and, and I mean this, man, your, your podcast is refreshing. And here's what I love is he gets to the point, you know, whatever the topic is uh, that you click on, that's what he talks about, gets to the point, gets it done. And does it beautifully.
1: So uh, don't want to waste any time. I'm thankful for you to kind of introduce me to this whole world because COVID was shutting me down and I'd been traveling on the road for 45 weeks a year and then it was down to like four times. <laughs> so I couldn't go to the world, but uh, we can take the podcast to the world. It means right. a lot. And thanks for those of you listening. And according to John and uh, yeah, uh, but you are, dude, you're like what? 12,000
0: now downloads.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm up to about 12,000 now. But I've been able to be on the road for the last twelve years and have five thousand friends on Facebook, so I had a, a pretty good foundation. Yeah. People knew about me and are listening, and they listen again. So, yeah. uh, and it's, and it's not it's
0: just listen; it's not just prophecy. Go on there if you just want to hear Little Duke stories, <laughs> or you want to hear some missionary stories. I mean, it's, listen, I'm a
1: storyteller. It's a great podcast. man. Well, I'm glad uh, he's my editor. Yeah. So if I get if I get a little crazy, he can. Uh, I got it. he can expose I it. me to the world or I control
0: through cut and
1: delete and paste <laughs> so far he's made me look a lot better than what i am so uh, i do have some good content
0: oh that was so funny well hey brother open us in prayer and we're gonna get started in
1: this one yeah father help us to uh, edify build up and strengthen those that listen in lord we're all going to face foolish people in this world and without your help we're going to be those foolish people and so we're leaning hard on you uh lord quicken our minds uh Give us something uh, for the souls of your people and make this a profitable time of learning.
0: In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so as we get this, guys, why do fools despise wisdom? We're gonna go to Proverbs 1-7. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, so we know right off, the first thing that fools despise is wisdom and instruction. Instruction. Yeah, that which would really help them, wisdom. We don't want no.
1: like a wall. I don't want that. I don't want that. Yeah,
0: and well, and you know, when you think about it, you think, well, why are they foolish? We were talking earlier, and I said, you know, the, the funny thing is, is, there's a couple types of fools. You know, like one, uh, the man's going to marry this woman, and you look at him, and you go, "You're a fool if you marry that woman." <laughs> there's another type of foolishness where you just well, you just do stupid things because you don't exercise wisdom, and then you have the biblical side of fools, which is despising God. Yeah. When I think of foolishness,
1: uh, first of all, I started out that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's where I'm coming from. I'm kind of expert on that part of it. Right. But uh, I, I think there's the reason why. The reason why, which we're trying to explore today from the scriptures and from life, I would say we need to define what is success. You know, uh, in my foolishness, success was getting high, man, and uh, find a woman, and, uh, you know, make people think you're cool. Boy, those that was what I really defined success
0: by. You know what's funny is, and the word cool brought this up, you know, when I was younger, go out in the wintertime, man, I'd have my hair wetted down. I'd have, you don't wear a heavy coat because you got to be cool, right? right, yeah. Now that we're older, I, I told my daughters, because sometimes they dress, you know, uh, the thin coats because it's the f- the stylish thing to do or whatever. It's always proper, but it's not proper for the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> and not, I, for
1: the, not for upstate New York in January.
0: Exactly. And I would tell them, I'm like... Why don't you put a coat on? No, because I want to wear this. I go, you know, there was a day when I wanted to be cool. Now I want to be warm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the difference of crossing the threshold of foolishness. Yes, Northeast Parkes. They're, they're really cool, aren't they? No, they're yeah. warm. So in our culture, fools are often thought of as silly, ridiculous, uh, and foolishness is described as an unawareness leading to trouble, annoyance, or offense. Mm-hmm. That yeah, would be careful be- with that word. That would be today's culture, right? But in the biblical usage of fool, or the term fool, is, and by the way, do you say fool or fool? I say fool. 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 (laughs) I don't know what I say. (laughs) Fool. So, having lived in the South for uh, over 17 years, sometimes it comes out. Fool. And it's Fool. But if you're not careful, you go fool.
1: It's the same guy in every language. Right. Because in
0: the South, you know, Southerners turn single syllable words into doubles and triples all the time. I I dated
1: a girl from the South. I had to teach her that Duke is a one-syllable word. Yeah. Duke. No, it's just Duke, one syllable.
0: That's the South, right? She wanted to change the oil in my car, too. Oh, that's so funny. So the biblical usage of the term fool um, is not so much about someone being silly or naive. It would be what we find in Psalm 14, 1, which says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. And then in Proverbs one, seven, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And that, so, literally, the biblical term says that the fool is one who despises God or the instruction of God. And they're locked into it, which is scary.
1: They're locked into it, and when the Lord sends somebody to try to bring them out of it, there's this natural resistance to it. That's that's kind
0: of scary. Who is the atheist? That has, uh, um, Hawkins? I think is what his name was. Yeah. And he, he spent his whole life trying to prove God doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if God's not real, it's kind of like the Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is not real. And I'm not going to spend my life trying to convince people that Bugs Bunny's a cartoon and he's not real. Like, I'm just not going to do that. And so you got to ask yourself, why would he, he's a fool. Wouldn't you say he fulfills that scripture, professing themselves to be, be wise. wise, they became fools. Yep. So fools willingly reject the Lord and they hold God's wisdom in contempt. And so if we're going to use the biblical term, uh, which we have to to use the biblical term here for us to really understand what a fool is.
1: Yeah. And you got to be cautious how you use it. Uh, I, I can go to somebody who is obviously a fool mm-hmm. biblically. Yep. And if I tell them you're a biblical fool, uh, you know, that's not going to win the day. But if I can refer to them, uh, kind of maybe share my own foolishness. And I was so confident in my view, right. which was opposite of God and kind of, kind of bring my, you know, in humility, the Bible says, in and, uh, humility instruct those that oppose themselves. Lest peradventure God would grant them repentance to the acknowledgment of the truth. So our spirit, before foolish people, can help win them and yeah. co- connect with their heart. Instead, I don't want to be one just to accuse them of foolishness. But ha-
0: have you know? Have you noticed today is so much harder to hang in there trying to any controversy? People want to cut you off.
1: It's nasty. Call you a racist. Silence you. So
0: it's kind of hard to hang in there with the fool today. Yeah, it is. It really is probably harder than ever in our culture. Yeah. It is a massive test of, of patience. (laughs) But you know what? You're absolutely right.
1: But God is greater than that. Right. And God will cause us who, who know the Lord are out trying to propagate the faith. We're on mission. right? And when we see somebody's a fool, we don't run away. We don't call them a fool, but we understand why they are a
0: fool because God explains it to us. And then we meet them where they are and help them out. The reality is though, and this is where it gets difficult. Because, according to the scriptures, the fool chooses to be foolish, and um, they don't even realize they are, but they are making a choice for sure proverbs one twenty nine says they choose not to fear the lord because yeah. verse twenty nine because they hated knowledge and and it's not knowledge as in information, it's literally knowledge as in the word of God, yeah, that's the bottom line, isn't it? it is. Because, you know, most people, everybody enjoys learning something at some point. But here, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they, on purpose, walk away from him. They, on purpose, decide they want nothing to do with God. So they say, well, God's a fictitious person, or he's not real, he doesn't exist, so on and so forth. They're fools because they're walking away. But even if you look at Scripture, and just let's just say, for the sake of argument, that there is no God. Let's just say. If you read the scriptures, it doesn't do anything but help you keep the crazy out of your life. Yeah, sure would. You can't even deny the truth of that. Yeah, people call it the straight and narrow. Yeah, and yes, yet people hate that. Yeah. No, they don't want to live a righteous life.
1: Yeah, speaking of my own foolishness, I had tremendous arrogance in in my foolishness. Mm-hmm. I was very confident in the lies that I believed.
0: And Isn't it crazy what we can convince ourselves of?
1: Yeah. In those days I loved conflict. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Bring it on. I'll argue anybody over anything. Right. Of course, in my day it was Vietnam and the racial issues of our day. And, uh, I remember Stefan, Wolf well, who gave you the power to stand there and tell me what to do. You know, I'm in this world to do my own thing, you know, and oh boy, and we were so confident and we were so arrogant, right. but I remember, being confronted lovingly with the word of God, uh, it was a pretty girl, <laughs> right? Yeah, that helps yeah. get your attention. It did. And uh, want to go to church with me? I'm like, I'll go to the <laughs> dentist with you. <laughs> sure, I want to go to church. And She, <laughs> you're right. Sometimes I hit John's funny bone; he loses it for a minute. I go to the and, dentist, uh, and and I went, and I got, I got confronted. Yeah, uh, my lies that I that I embraced got confronted, but in a way to. Okay, explain yourself. Let's debate.
0: I love debate, and I found out (laughs) I was lacking. Right. I was lacking a lot. Well, and you know, and that's the thing with the Bible talks about like you were, right? Mm -hmm. And most of us are or were. They ignore the advice and rebuke of the Lord and then refuse to walk in his wisdom, and people don't, they refuse to follow his ways. And we find Proverbs one thirty. They would have none of my counsel and despised my every rebuke. Then we see in, in Proverbs twenty eight twenty six instead of surrendering to God, if you will, then fools rely on themselves and trust in themselves. It's kind of like God's trying to break through, isn't it? He comes after the fool. He, and he
1: uses prophets and witnesses. And for me, a 17-year-old girl... Who I treated terrible, and she treated me wonderful. It, and she just had the evidence of the supernatural in her right. life. Uh, she didn't. Uh, what's what's that verse about it, being with a fool? You got to be careful. I'm losing that verse. Oh yeah, you don't want um, to engage a yeah, fool. Yeah, because if you experience.
0: engage a fool, you if you're not careful, you become like them. Yeah, you don't want to engage a fool in his foolishness. I think it's experience. Proverbs 26:4. Yeah, I, I, I think is what it is. I can't remember where it's at. I'm getting so old, I forget the references. <laughs> I think it's 26. Hold on a minute. Johnny will find it here. He's Uh, he's cheating.
1: He's got a computer right in front of him.
0: No, no. This is memory right here, dude. But I can cheat finding it faster. But this one's on memory. Proverbs 26, 4. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him.
1: Yeah. I remember those people that came after me. (laughs) And I engaged them. But it was amazing because they were willing to engage me. And I knew they loved me. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I knew they loved me and they were trying to help me. That was that was huge. Right. And they had a wonderful disposition of humility and I knew they loved and me. And that
0: does help that does help keep you engaged. Yeah, and, and engaged. Because we and, don't have that today.
1: And then I remember I would they'd let me speak and I'd speak and my foolishness. And then they would speak. And along that way, and that dialogue had begun, God was breaking down the arrogance. God was beginning to shine the light of my foolishness. Right. to me. And it was a little bit of embarrassing like okay they they exposed they exposed me and I I was embarrassed just but, but just for a moment because they weren't trying to embarrass me. They weren't trying to win the argument. They were just trying to love me and get you the truth, help you to see. And yeah. it, I remember when that wall went down and and all of a sudden the resistance was gone. Right. And there was a sense of God is reaching out but, to but me. But but
0: see that's where you started in wisdom. Yeah. That, that's where the fool starts to dissipate and, and the wisdom starts coming in. There's, there's a massive difference there. It's when the people refuse to let go. And I decided to pull up what the Bible says the fool is. Mm-hmm. Okay. They rely on themselves. Proverbs 28, 26. Guilty. <laughs> he, he who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. You know, it's interesting how they'd say, like, follow your heart. Don't follow your heart. (laughs) You'd be in prison. You could be in prison. You get caught following your
1: heart, you'd be in prison.
0: Right? And then we have in Jeremiah 17, 9, the fool does not recognize that his own heart's desperately wicked. And that's why we say, don't follow your heart. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately Desperately wicked wicked who can know it. In other words, who can know the depths of the wickedness that it could go to? Uh, We have to be so, so careful. Then fools are corrupt. And I know nobody likes to hear this, but this is describing you if you decide against God or God's word.
1: I'm just wondering how many times the word fool appears in Proverbs over and over and over and over again. It
0: appears other places too. I, you know, I have to look that up, but there's got to be a multitude of ways because there's a multitude of foolish people. You
1: know what's amazing is you're bringing these, uh, this is what a fool is from the scripture. Yep. And I'm I'm sitting here kind of applying it to my life, and it's like guilty, guilty, guilty. Every one of those. Because mm-hmm. it's
0: God. If you follow this through, here's the theme that you're going to see about the fool is the fool says there's no God. The fool denies God's wisdom, disregards anything. It's disregard anything from God. That's mm-hmm. that is the biblical term or the usage for the term fool. Yeah. So here we find it in Psalm 14:1. The fool has said in his heart, "There is no God." And then it says, they are corrupt, they have done abominable works, there is none who does good. Then we find in Psalm 53, 1, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God, they are corrupt and have done ab- abominable iniquity, there is none who does good. We have it two places in scripture that say the exact same thing, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The fool despises the Words of God, the wisdom of God, the instruction of God, the reproof of God. The fool wants nothing to do with the things of God. That is the Bible's definition of fool. Mm-hmm. Then we go in and we, so we see the fools are corrupt. They enjoy wicked schemes. Proverbs ten twenty three: to do evil is like sport to a fool. But a man of understanding has wisdom. Well, what's the wisdom? the direction of God. And everything just keeps going right back to it. How about this one? They proclaim folly. Proverbs 12:23, a prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaims foolishness. They mock at sin. Proverbs 14:9 says, fools mock at sin, but among the upright there is favor. How about this one? Fools, they are deceitful. We find this in Proverbs 14.8. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. I'm seeing
1: these definitions of, of the fool, having them living kind of in the moment, in the immediate, How what can best benefit me. Now, it, it comes across my mind. You know what is success, and I hear the words of Jesus say, "What shall profit a
0: man to gain the whole world and lose his only lose soul. his own soul?" When my, you think, my neighbor was like that. He built he built a three and a half million dollar house, and then f- took him a, a year to get it done, a little over a year. Lived in it three weeks, died of a heart attack. Didn't know Jesus. Didn't want to hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. He gained the world. Lost his only soul. Yeah, you know, there's two things in the
1: world that are eternal, the word of God and the souls of men. So when I'm thinking about living a life of wisdom, which I think we all want, versus living a life of foolishness, which I did for 18 and a half years, I think for me, it's determining what is success. Mm-hmm. If if the souls of men and the word of God are eternal, then I think I'm going to Live my life in the knowledge of the Word of God as best I can. Read it, read it, right. read it. Hide it in my heart. I might not sin it and you do God. that well. And and then I want to share it with people. Uh, And even and I realize it's we're out of season now, and a lot of people are going to be offended just because of my desire to share the Word with them. Right. But that's okay. I'm I'm not home yet. In this world, we have tribulation, but we've he's overcome the world. So I I just think of you know the fool. Every one of these definitions leave God out of it. I want I want to do my own thing. They're living for self. Yep. In the moment,
0: with no reference to what is eternal, and and not even not even no reference to what is eternal, but how foolish are you to think you have all the answers? Yeah. 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 How foolish are you to think that your way is it?
1: I remember saying those exact words to Jeannie. Oh, you think you got everything figured out? And she said, No, I don't have anything figured out. God has everything figured yep. out, and I'm listening to him. Yeah, there's one thing I know.
0: I know nothing. <laughs> okay, Mr. Schultz. <laughs> right. Sergeant. <laughs> that's, that's <right. laughs> Hogan Heroes, I love that show. Sherry hates it, but I love it. It's like all right. Anyway, the fools despise the wisdom found in knowing. The god of all wisdom and that is proverbs 2 6 through 8 for the lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding he stores up sound wisdom for the upright he is a shield to those who walk uprightly this is what people would want or desire but the fool does not he despises it verse 8 he guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints God comes in, and he's like, listen, I will preserve you. I will take care of you. I will equip you. We talk about it in another podcast where God says that he gives us his word so that we are complete in everything, lacking nothing. and Directing f- our steps into that which is eternal. And the fool says,
1: nah, eh. nah. <laughs> that ain't fun. What an idiot. <laughs> that was the thing that really got me. I, I thought being on the straight and narrow, I thought serving God would like be boring wouldn't be any fun boy was I wrong you know I got serving God and I met some of the most amazing people he's put me on a fast track I've been able to travel the world and meet people and eat fantastic food and in exchange live in different cultures I've been in Sweden uh, 17 times times two, thirty-four 34 weeks in Sweden I spent I think 12 weeks in Bolivia eating their food experiencing their culture to be on that straight and narrow, you're not making the the foolish mistakes.
0: Right, right. You're not going down the wrong path. That's one of the things I was going to say. So you have all those blessings, but then the flip side of that is you're not sabotaging your life. Yeah, yeah. All the trouble you're not getting into anymore. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, there's wisdom that you can exercise. You know, before I got saved, I did a lot of silly stuff. Yeah tell me about it <laughs> romans explains the progression yeah of folly romans 1 21 through 23 i minimize this because if you want to go in and read all of romans chapter one it's it'll help you out yeah and the whole chapter is given to it it is and and here's one of the things that I find really interesting. If you go to, let me scroll up here to Romans uh, twenty. I'll start in one twenty instead of twenty one. Eighteen. I'm just gonna go because 18 eighteen eighteen to twenty three is where With I'm. The gonna context. Go. Yeah, I gotta have the context. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Notice they suppress. The truth. A conscious decision to walk yeah. away from God. Foolish. Foolish. Verse 19, because what may be known of God is manifest in them. And here's the kicker. For God has shown it to them. But I don't, don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me. The willful, willful walking away or denying God. And the Lord's trying to break through. And he says, listen, I put it in every man, my existence. Why do you deny it? I yeah. put it there. That's why every human being is always seeking a higher power. Because mm-hmm. there's a hole in our heart. Because God put it there. Yeah. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll didn't fill my no. hole. No, it just gave it a place to echo for more. <laughs> Verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. Authority. All authority, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Spirit. so that they are without excuse, verse 21, because although they knew God, what did they do? They chose not to glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools, Hawkins or Dawkins. I think it's Dawkins. Yeah. I know who you mean. Dawkins. He was an evolutionist. The evolutionist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So whatever his name is, he's a fool and he's a fool because he professes to be wise and yet denies God. Therefore that makes him a fool. Yeah. Sometimes intelligence can be a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes intelligence can be ignorance, Mm -hmm. especially when you're, when you're the biblical fool. Verse 23, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. It goes on and it says, therefore, because of what we just said, God gave them up to their own corrupt.
1: He gave them breath. He gave them intelligence. He gave a, a universe to show his glory. He spoke to them. He knocked on the door of their heart. They said, no, no. No, and then uh, the Bible says the Spirit of God will not always strive with man, and they've striven against God. They've tuned him
0: out, and then there comes to a point now where the result of all of them saying, no, 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 not interested, no thank you, I don't want, takes us to 128, and it says, even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. And God says, It's like they crossed the line. I'm done. He knocked on their door and he knocked. He said, Go away. Yep. Because the fool hid behind the couch, waiting on God to leave so that he could go back to his corruption. Yep. There it is. You and know, God so- said, Okay, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. I don't send you to hell. You choose to go to hell. You choose to be the fool. You choose to be corrupt. You choose, you choose, you choose.
1: You know, Johnny, I'm seeing a continuity in these passages, both from Old and now New Testament. It's the same pattern. People are choosing Mm -hmm. to be foolish. God is confronting their foolishness. He's using people to do that and circumstances. And then they're he, god longs that we would open the door yeah there's a, he wants us to surrender uh, uh, that moment where that light kind of shines through and, and that word you just use is, is, is the key really that's the bottom line for this the fool to end his
0: foolishness right surrender because here's the reality guys you're gonna surrender one day yeah. every knee will bow every tongue will confess that jesus tongue. christ is lord The day is coming, whether you like it or not, or want it or not. And so you can remain the fool to the end of the days. And people go, well, I don't believe there's a God. Hey, no problem, because I can assure you of this. The minute you take your last breath, you'll know there was a God, because he's going to be looking at you and then holding you accountable for everything you did. It wasn't time and chance. It was plan and purpose. purpose. We're going to meet him. And that's the other thing. I don't uh, I can't even get into evolution right now because that's that's the that's the fool. Okay, so in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, because what I wanted to do here is I wanted to bring a contrast. And so Jesus contrasts here uh, the foolish with the wise. In seven twenty-four it says this therefore, and these are the words of Jesus: therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Today the fool builds his house on wishful thinking and hopes and In dreams and um, that which an earthquake can destroy or tornado
1: correctness, uh, you know,
0: they build their house on something that man can destroy or the weather can destroy. And God says, man, you build it on the rock. It doesn't matter how many waves hit it or how strong the wind is. It won't come down. I remember back, uh, and and Christ is the rock just for the spiritual clarification. Go ahead.
1: I just remember by way of, uh, experience, we were new to faith. My wife and I, in our young adult lives, neither of our families were believers. We were the first believers in our families. And, uh, we chose to build our life on the rock. We chose to not have premarital sex. And God's grace was sufficient. <laughs> I needed a lot of grace for that, yeah, yeah, right? And uh, but we did it biblical, right? And we waited to our wedding night. Uh, we were pu- we remained pure by the grace of God, and we raised our children in nurture and admonition of the Lord. We used biblical correction and discipline in our home. People think we're foolish. I so say we were young people then, but we were kind of from the old school, and so people were watching. Yeah, I miss this. old
0: school, just for the right. record, man. I miss it.
1: Well, we're still living it. It's People yeah. might not recognize it, but here we were. We we committed to that. We built our life on the rock. We had family altar. We taught our kids right from wrong. We held them accountable. We rewarded faithfulness. And we did it, and now you know, all these years have passed, and all three of our kids grew up. They love mom and dad. Right. Uh, they've all given us grandchildren. The and they're grandkids.
0: respectful, and they're they're. Profitable so for society.
1: Yeah, and they're all—they've all had got good jobs. They live in nice homes. They're raising their kids same way we raised our kids, and it works. And we look at our, our family members that mocked us; they thought we were foolish, and they're and, falling apart. And you know, three divorces here, two divorces yep. there, yep. child here, child there, and they were—they were mocking us. That's part of the walk uh, with Christ, blessed are ye when all men shall revile you and speak evil against you falsely, for so persecuted they the prophets. But we were living foolish lives until Christ came in. Right. And then we looked at our own foolishness and said, that was temporary. That was wrong. That didn't fulfill us. We just went from crisis to crisis to crisis. Then you get in to start listening to become biblically obedient. We surrender and all of a sudden a lot of those problems right. that used to plague us are gone
0: right and the winds beat against the house, but it didn't fall but it didn't fall it didn't fall and and we've had uh similar instances with friends and family that would look at us and in the beginning they had a problem with the way we were raising our children right because oh you're raising them in a closet and you know on and on and on and now that our children weren't sexually active before marriage. They didn't do drugs. They didn't drink. They didn't go down these, all these paths. My one daughter married now two years It's good. They've kept themselves for one another. My other daughter getting ready to graduate college now, no trouble. She's, uh, I think she's at a 3.8 or something like that right now. That comes for, from her mama. Yeah, oh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear me claim any of that. I was just, just being a part of it. <laughs> but you know, the, people look and and you can clearly see the difference in a house that was raised uh, not perfect but the best we could according to the bible and then a house that wanted nothing to do with god
1: you know johnny i think this is what god's pointing to god wants us to know him to follow his ways to form us uh, to fit us into a, a really solid marriage with with joy with happiness with fulfillment bringing up kids in the ways of god protecting parents staying in the battle loving one another as an example when god wants us to pull us out of foolishness into wisdom he says this is how it can work right you know i'm I'm 67 years old i'm a happy guy Mm -hmm. you know i'm forgiven i have eternal life i have a great marriage i have great kids i have wonderful grandkids Uh, i travel the
0: world i'm it i'm living a dream man and here's the thing though you have all that cuz you love God and God blesses that, right? And it started out as a nightmare till the foolishness went away. Yeah. And the crazy thing is is because fools despise wisdom, yeah, they go on a path to destruction. And so in Proverbs 132 it says, "For the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them." they go onto a path of destruction. Proverbs 10, 14, wise people store up knowledge, not just knowledge.
1: Not just information.
0: It's knowledge of God. It's everything, because remember, we defined the fool in the biblical term, and it's desiring, or the fool is having no desire to follow or have any wisdom from God. So when we read this, wise people store up knowledge, it is the saved who love God, store up the things of God. That's the knowledge, the knowledge and the understanding of God. But the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. Proverbs 18, seven, a fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul.
1: Boy, it's either or, isn't it? You're in or you're out. You're in or you're, you're out. for me or you're against me.
0: So when we talk about the fool, it's not being silly and naive. Yeah. The, I mean, that's the, that's the cultural term or definition of the term, but the biblical term, uh, definition of the term is denying anything that has to do with God. Yeah. And we see here because of that, they bring on their own destruction, obviously. And his lips are the snare of his soul because he's sharing the fools shares with you. There is no God. That's what's the snare of his soul. We see it all through the scriptures. God wants us to live wisely. So now I'm going to switch over to the positive, which we need to do because, well, that makes you happy. (laughs) So whenever I do this, I think of Mr. Negative and Mr. Positive. (laughs) Whenever I do this, I I know. The teaching the (laughs) charm, right? Oh, I have to. I know I have to bring it around so Duke feels good before he goes home. God wants us to live wisely. Ephesians 5, 15 through 20. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Again, you see, this is a spiritual side. This isn't understanding the things of the world. It's understanding the things of God.
1: Redeeming the time, invest in that which is eternal, the word of God, the souls of men. Exactly. And as you do that, you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness,
0: then all those things are added unto you. Right. And we know that that's what it is because in 16, he says, redeeming the time because the days are evil, spiritual warfare. Verse 17, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Ah, can you not see? It? Okay, I get excited with the scriptures sometimes. God's got a party. He wants us there. Right? It's going to be fun. But again, we see clearly the definition of the fool is not the things of the world, it's understanding and accepting or denying. The fool would deny the things of God, the wise would accept the things of God. And 17 says that. Therefore, do not be unwise or foolish. But understand what the will of the Lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit. And so as we see verse 19, it says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God, the father, in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. As we look at this. It is the fool denies the things of God. The wise accepts the things of God.
1: And at the end of the road, those who have lived a foolish life tuning God out are usually bitter and angry and cynical. Yeah. And those that have chosen. They, and they die, don't have real joy. Yeah, absolutely. They gain the world, but yeah. they're losing their own soul.
0: So they might be happy, but, you know, because happiness comes from happenings. When happenings are gone, they don't have the joy. And they're usually the relationships are pretty weak.
1: Very weak. But on the yeah. other hand, the contrast to that, you know, there's yeah. a there's a contentment down the road. You know, it's one of the things I'm so thrilled about, about my journey with Christ. Uh, 50 years almost, uh, it's gonna be 50 years this year that, I, that I've known Christ and I was mocked and put, kind of ridiculed by my family in making those early commitments, but now it's all respect. right? Because I have peace, I have joy, and it's, it, Listen, it's undeniable. Yeah, and I'm satisfied. Right. Remember what Jagger right. said, saying, I can't get no? Satisfaction. Actually, it wasn't him. It was Solomon basically said that, really. It was Solomon.
0: Yeah, because the whole Ecclesiastes, man, He, this dude... This dude was about to kill himself. He was so depressed. Pretty sad. I tried to, I was gonna preach through Ecclesiastes. I started, I got to chapter three, and I went, I'm out. I can't <laughs> I can't do I can't do sixteen weeks of misery here. I <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Anyway, uh, verse seven, because J- we're talking about living wisely, James four seven through ten. Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Remember, wisdom comes in surrendering to the things of God. Foolishness comes into denying the things of God. And the first thing that you're going to have to do for wisdom is submit to God, surrender, and then resist the devil. You're you're going to have to fight. You know. And, and then it says, and the devil will flee from you. Verse 8, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Now, this, listen, this is not a sad thing. This is a, a humbling a, a humbling of yourself to the Lord. And then verse 10, well, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. That means he will strengthen you. He will keep you. He will give you all and more of what is sufficient to have a wonderful life. But it comes to the first thing you have to do is submit to God. It's not some kind of self effort that we
1: figure it out, that we get a plan of action, we take those necessary steps, we, we pay the price, and then we arrive. No, yeah. it, it, it meets us
0: at the moment of surrender. First Peter 5, 6 through 11. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. We don't, God, and listen, whatever God puts in place, it stays.
1: If we exalt ourselves, we'll be abased. Right?
0: But if God exalts us. We stand and we shine brighter than ever. Verse seven, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, resist him steadfast in the faith. Again, it's the things of God, the word of God, the fool denies that, but the wise man lives by that. And not just, I say lives, he doesn't exist because he, he thrives when he does it God's way, anybody that does it God's way, you know, for a negative guy, you're pulling a lot of positive stuff out here, man. <laughs> I didn't, you're giving me hope, man. I, I, this is for you, brother. Uh, so he says, resist him steadfast into faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. You're not alone. Listen, we've, we've been through it or we're going through it. Right. Verse 10, but may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered a while? We got to suffer a little bit. Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Settle you.
1: Yes. Thank you, Jesus.
0: I love the settling part. Verse 11 To him be the glory, and him very specifically is God as a whole Father, Son, Holy Spirit. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen.
1: See, that is the motive of wisdom. Yeah. When we exalt ourselves, we'll be abased. Yep. But when we humble ourselves, we'll be exalted. As a pastor, we've experienced this. We've had people come along, they come to Christ, they're surrendering, they're getting victories, they're bringing joy to the assembly, don't even realize it. They're just a breath of fresh air. And you see that they have a special passion for something. So we go to them as a pastor, put our arm around them, say, you know, I see God working harm. I'm so proud of you. And would you consider doing this in ministry, this little ministry in the church? And they're so humbled by that. Oh, well, are you sure. I. Are you sure you got the right guy? I. I they have no confidence in themselves, right. but a willingness, and they're they're shocked that we see this strength in them. Mm-hmm. I remember having a guy come to me. You'd be. We'd like you to work with our kids, but he saw something in me that the kids would draw strength from. I was shocked. Are, are you sure? Okay. I surrendered to that, and, and all heaven came loose. And then you have the the opposite of that. Right. You have people come in and hey, look at me. I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread, so I am here to bless your church out.
0: Oh, I'm the man! And So then, check <laughs> this out. I had a couple come to the church, and they said, "Hey, you know how how do we get in?" Well, the husband wanted to be a deacon, and the wife wanted on the finance team. She wanted to count the money. <laughs>
1: Trouble. And
0: I, they weren't they weren't here six weeks, seven weeks. And I said, well, listen, you know, I don't know you, you really don't know us. And so you come here and you establish yourself and in due time, you can work your way into these positions, right? We got to make sure everybody's solid. And the wife said this, the wife said, well, how can we trust you? (laughs) That's a two way street sister. And I said, well, how can I trust you? And since you're so desirous to get your hands on the money, that's a red flag. That, that is a flashing
1: red, red light. And,
0: and you're so desirous to be in the leadership to run the church, that's a red flag. And I go, so technically, I have more concern about you than what you should have of me. Mm-hmm. They left the church. <laughs> <laughs> I remember some of our uh, – going to turn
1: it to the positive side here, Johnny. Yeah, because I'm going back to Scripture. One of our sweetest uh, st- staff – people ever uh uh, sherry became our our worship leader Uh,
0: she's a sweetheart oh
1: my goodness she uh and they were in our church for probably a year just a sweet young couple couple kids growing like weeds and just just everybody loved them and just the small groups and faithfulness and uh sunday night and our pianist got caught in traffic couldn't make it and i was you know just had a piano and singing old hymns in those days and i just kind of Embarrassingly, said, "We don't have a pianist tonight, you know. Just we can sing a cappella." Said, but anybody play the piano? And her little hand comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so she came up to the piano. Turns out she could play the piano. That girl. And and, and she did. She just took off, and she could play anything in the book. And it was it was. I mean, she was. She, she... Turns out she went to Juilliard School of Music, and she could play. And I looked over at my wife, and my wife looked at me as like. Thank you, Jesus. So Where have you we been? had a little talk after church with Miss Sherry. <laughs> Make a long story short, she was sitting there not trying to be anybody. They worship her right. and just worshiped with How us. How long does she lead your— 17 years, and uh, wow. absolutely She's straight phenomenal. from heaven. She's yeah. phenomenal. But see, that's the spirit, what yeah. we're talking about right. here. Uh, the spirit is, oh, I'm nobody. And God
0: says, uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, through me, I will put you on the highest mountain. But the people say, I'm somebody, God said— no, you ain't. I got I to gotta bring you down to the lowest of low. Yeah. You got you to see me. Right now, you're so high in your mind, you can't see me. <laughs> hum- so much starts, all the good stuff starts with humility. It does. And surrender. And when we do that, when we humble ourselves, we live wisely, we surrender to God, then he promises to keep us safe. Proverbs 133, but whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. What a promise. But that promise only comes with surrender and humility. The fool will never get this because he discards God and the things of God. But the wise man humbles himself and waits upon the Lord. Pride is the most costly thing anyone will ever own. Pride is the original sin, man, that took, took the world down. It'll cost you everything. <clears throat> yep. Proverbs 28, 26. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. God will deliver us if we follow him. And again, you can see that when we are talking about the fool, we're talking about the one who does not accept the things of God. That is what the Bible references as the fool. If we need wisdom, we can ask God. James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. It goes on though. There's some stipulations because people think, "Oh, I can just go to God and ask Him for anything." No, go read James chapter one and then jump to James chapter four. Kind of comes back to that motive, doesn't it? It comes back to the motive, and that's the thing with James four is all about motive, right? In James four, he says, "Listen in uh, four one." Let me let me get here. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war yet you do not have, because you do not ask. Verse three: You ask and you do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Yeah, consume it on your own lust. Another version says, "There it is, the motive. If it's for me, yep, you're fool. If you want wisdom." to honor God, it's going to be given all and that door of
1: opportunity, that door of provision, that door of the supernatural opens before you and you enter in from your own wisdom to his, from your own resources to God's. And as that's happening, you have that sense of destiny. I remember right. that as I remember my darkness and how just, there's an amazing piece. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then when you're confronting a need, it's like, how's this going to work out? And you start started getting nervous. You say, wait a minute, wait a minute. God is bigger than that. He's with me. I want to tell a quick story. My daughter, uh, uh, they were young married and they had some financial things and they're starting ministry. They were bivocational, just like we were. And they were really up against some financial things. And she said, dad, I need your counsel on finances. So I went over to minister to, to my daughter and son-in-law. They started to tell me the problem about, you know, here's what we got coming in. Here's what we were facing. How are we going? And then she just stopped. She just stopped and said, wait a minute. This is so foolish. I'm sitting here complaining as if God doesn't know. He already knows. He's big, he's good, he loves us. I watched God always be faithful to you and mom, and he loves myself and Chad as much as he loves you guys. She goes, I don't even need your counsel. It's God's problem, not mine. Isn't it crazy? She and just you know needed, what?
0: She just needed a visual of how God has taken care of her family her whole she life. She said, "All it,
1: quote, she said, all I've ever seen
0: God be is awesome.
1: She goes, I don't need your counsel. I already got his. We're gonna be fine. Six weeks later, she called me up, Dad. Guess what?
0: Man, oh man, I'm fine. heaven <laughs> came down. Heaven <laughs> came down. You know what God did? God allowed her to be confused to get over to your house to so that she had a visual to remind her of how good God's been. Because every listening. now
1: and then we need that visual. And she was surrendered. Yep. And she seen God be faithful,
0: and she went from doubt to faith. My youngest is starting a new job when she should graduate May, and she starts a new job. Part of the new job was she has to memorize like 30 pages of stuff. And she sits down and she's memorizing them. And her supervisor said, man, you're really getting this down quick. And she said, my parents had us memorizing scripture since we were old enough to understand and she goes so this has just made it easier for yeah, her her uh, memory uh that is well cognizant and the ability is and i'm telling you i look at it i look at her in amazement she memorized the book of james she memorized the book of philippians all in two months or less she memorizes these books verbatim pauses at the commas stops at the periods emphasizes the exclamation points dude i mean she's got it and you're just like in awe of the goodness of god you know what it sounds like you're trying to tell me that this works it works it works, and so with that, we're going to come down. I'm going to land a plane on this one. Instead of destruction, I want you to know that fools can have hope when they put their faith in Jesus Christ and follow his ways. Romans 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We find in John 1 through 11, Jesus says, I am the true vine. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You're already clean because of the word, which I've spoken to you. And this here, he's talking very specific to the saved already. Uh, I don't want you to misunderstand that. And he says in verse four, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. In verse 3, when he says, you are already clean, that was for the Christian. Verse 4, he's telling you, if you are the fool, if you are unsaved, you're not of God, he is telling you that you can abide in Christ, and then he will abide in you, and then you can be in heaven with the Father. So there is your hope, but you have to surrender. You have to have this humility. Hebrews 11, 1 through 3 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Everything that you see was framed by the word of God. Everything that you know and understand came by way of the word of God. Man has existed because of the word of God. Love has come into our lives because of the word of God. We never understood love until God first Mm -hmm. loved us.
1: Yeah. It It was just self, 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 unfulfilled, unfulfilled, unfulfilled.
0: Yeah. Guys, listen, let me help you. Let me encourage you. Surrender to God. Surrender to the things of God. Stop your foolishness. There's no gain, and you won't understand that until the very end unless you surrender to it today. If you wait till the very end, it's too late. There'll be no hope for you, but if you surrender today, God will bless you. He will touch you. He will fill your life like never before, but it will only come when you stop being foolish and you trust in Him and His ways, and that begins with His Word. Guys, I hope that this has helped you. If it has, please like, share, subscribe, follow, and until next week. God bless.